my god you guys i'm in a polar vortex i don't know what happened to sunny california but really it's not a thing anymore we're under storm watch we're doing all the things i'm freezing cold all the things but anyways welcome to the melanated way i'm linda entry hey Radella. hey girl hey hey girl hey um we're doing Darcy and stacy today i'm trying to really catch up uh, between the winter storms that knock power out and then i'm something else happened to me i can't remember it's too traumatic and then it was Oscar weekend, so running around doing that and trying to get all that footage out. But long story short, we're here. We're doing Darcy and Stacy, season four, episode eight, Roasted and Ghosted. Roasted and Ghosted. Hi, Renee. Hi, C. Cruz. Can I just tell you something so funny? I'm going to shout out C. Cruz for a moment. C. Cruz um, has been part of the Melanated Way family for, a for quite some time now, and uh, part of the patreon family which you know we're a little exclusive bunch over here but she has like a bunch of different names and so sometimes she's like supporting the show or she's sending me like a sweet message or whatever and i don't realize immediately it's her because she has like aka michelle aka tony akl um crystal Cruz, like she has so many different aka's and it takes me like a minute and it always makes me laugh because when i finally realize oh this is c Cruz, then i'm like oh i heart her <laughs> hey connie hey fellow canadian hey girl hey all right so if you guys haven't been watching you guys are missing out i think this is the best season season four of Darcy and Stacy ever. I think they're super entertaining. I think they bring on what we watch reality TV for. Amanda's in the house. What up, Amanda? And Gretchen. And Wonderlust. And Bobby. And Renee says, so I'm new to Darcy and Stacey. Is Georgie being genuine? Does anyone want Darcy to get back with him? Darcy's absolutely getting back with, with Georgie. Um, that's it. That's all I know. That's all. That's all I know. So um, that's my prediction anyways. And I'm sticking to it because I honestly believe it. So let me get some housekeeping out of the way and then we'll jump right in. Uh, support the show, bottom of the screen. You can see where you can support the show. Uh, Linda, so girly, everywhere you feel inclined. There's super chat, super stickers available. And you guys, uh, tell a friend, subscribe and like this video while you're here right now. That really, really helps us. And I want to shout out Gio. As you guys know, Gio's one of my faves. He's doing big things over on his channel. Definitely go over there and check him out. He's doing Love After Lockup. I was going to cover Love After Lockup, but I just don't know enough about it, and I'm too far gone right now. I'm, like, getting distracted. You guys, it's a new show. I think it's called Farmers. Farmers Looking for Love or something crazy like that. And, you guys, I'm, like about to be all in. I don't know if any of you guys are watching it. I might actually have to start covering it because it's so outrageous. <laughs> Farmers. Anyways, never mind. Um, so long story short, let's get into Darcy and Stacy. Um, is 
Peggy, do you love it? The farmer show? Because I'm telling you, I saw about 30 minutes in. I'm 30 minutes in before I came here. It just popped up as something I should watch. And I'm already fascinated. You know, between MILFs and like now these farmers, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> I don't even know what to do. Okay. Dorsey and Stacey. Roasted and Ghosted. Absolutely appropriate title. Uh, we open the scene with Darcy trying to make a smoothie, but she's like super flustered, all discompobulated because, you know, she saw Georgie. And listen, all the females out there, you know that you don't get flustered like that if you if you don't have any feelings. Like if you're honestly still over it, then you're over it. You see your ex, it's a little bit uncomfortable, but you're just like, ah, eh, whatever, right? But you get flustered and you can't sleep, you can't eat, you're like making a mess and you can't like focus if you still have unresolved feelings for that person. And that's exactly what's happening with Darcy. So she's trying to make a smoothie and she's telling us that Georgie called her three times trying to do like a booty call, right? Like two, three, four in the morning. And she's trying to tell us that she wants, oh, Wonderlust, I remember you from yesterday. And you know what? I just really appreciate your support. Thanks for the great lives. You make me laugh. Look forward to seeing you every week. Much love. Wonderlust, I appreciate you. And I know that you sent out um, a YouTube sticker shout out yesterday. And I just want to take a moment to thank you for supporting my show. I was just talking about this with Geo. Some channels, they get like super chat, super stickers all the time. My channel is not one of those channels. And so when I get them, I'm just like super excited. Thank you for supporting me and thank you for um, being here and thank you for being a part of the community. I really appreciate it. So <clears throat> Darcy's all like a mess, you guys. She's a mess. And she's only a mess in my opinion is because she still wants to be with Georgie. And that's what's going to happen. I know I keep saying it, but I know it to be true. She's going to get back with Georgie. They're going to have the twin wedding. The fact that he even mentioned twin wedding this episode reminded me that my gut is true. Like, you're going to say, Florian's going to say, and I'm jumping ahead, but Florian's going to say, oh, you're no longer my best man, but but you can come to the wedding. And he's like, oh, no, that doesn't make any sense because we're supposed to have a twin wedding and I still love Darcy. Okay. The reason why it didn't work out with uh, Darcy and Cicero is because Darcy is really getting back with, with Georgie, period. I'm convinced. Anyone else feel that way? Let me know in the live chat. If you're watching the replay, let me know in the replay. So she says that she's mad at Florian. She doesn't trust him. She feels like Florian has been telling Georgie her business. And so she's like, ah, I can't believe it. And I can't trust him anymore. And I don't know what to do. I have so much on my plate. I have the launch of my new line. I have the single coming out that Stacy and I sang. And uh, now I have this art show that I've been looking forward to. So like, I just don't have time to really think about Georgie. But you know what? Guess what? She's only thinking about Georgie. Yes, all those things are important to her. But she's thinking about Georgie. Because at the end of the day, unfortunately or fortunately, however you're going to look at it, Darcy doesn't know how to be single. And because she doesn't know how, how to be single, all she's thinking about is... I can't be single and my my twin is married. 
she feels less than she feels like she has to prove something and that's what's creating a lot of the tension in between her and her twin sister is that she wants to be equal to and in order to be equal to as i've told you many times in the past and we don't have to get into it but you know whatever that childhood trauma is she has to be right there by her sister's side so that they can go through whatever they're going through together so what she doesn't want to do is be left behind and because she's quote-unquote single she feels like she's being left left behind in the meantime florina meets up with georgie and you know like i've always said florian is like the breakout star of the show he's so funny you guys he's so funny to me he's so funny i don't know if he knows he's this funny but he's super funny so he's meeting up with georgie he tells georgie that he he effed up so much and he effed up so much. He said, I can't believe it sometimes. And I was like, that doesn't, so are you saying like he always messes up? Um, are you saying like you can't believe it all the time? Because this time, as opposed to like all the other times, but you effed up so much. I can't believe it sometimes. <laughs> Love it. Um, and so like, I'm pissed off at you. Um, and everyone's mad, he says, and you're done. You're done. You didn't listen to me. You should listen to me and you should always listen to me in the future. Lauren was trying to be all pissed off at Georgie and Georgie's like, you know what? I, I, I know I get it. I get it. I, I totally messed up. I effed up. And uh florian and i'm giving you the abbreviated version because you know i'm on youtube and you know i've had some problems for my channel so i'm not trying to get all into it although i really want to say all the things that they said but you know so he was like wtf do you understand do you understand like what the do you understand you effed up and i was like oh florian like really <laughs> Georgie takes a step back and says, you know, I just don't know what to do. I just miss Darcy so much and my emotions took over me and I just want to be with her. And, you know, I have a job that he's not saying this. I'm paraphrasing, but you'll get the point. He's like, I have a job now and I'm back to doing massages and I'm getting into real estate, which is really interesting because Cicero's in real estate, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, and he's like, you know, so... I kept seeing these diamond earrings in this jewelry store and it reminded me of Darcy because they shine so beautifully, just like her shine. Like and isn't that a song? Is that a Rihanna, Rihanna song? Do I need to bring my microphone out? Shining bright like a diamond. Shining bright like a diamond. So very bright and sparkly like a diamond. <laughs> you guys, this episode was killing me. So if I'm extra, it's because of the episode. Diamonds are forever shining brightly like a diamond. Thanks Anyways, so we saw these diamond earrings. Thought of Darcy. <laughs> And he really just felt like I need to buy these diamond earrings for Darcy because my heart feels like Darcy deserves it. And Lauren was like, you sound ridiculous. <laughs> Wonderless said, not the microphone. 
Yes, the microphone. <laughs> Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. So, Florian's pissed, and he's like, you know what? <laughs> Wonderless, don't take your super chat back because I brought the microphone out and started singing. Oh, my God, Amanda. Shining bright like a diamond. <laughs> diamonds are forever. Diamonds are forever. Shining bright like a diamond. Diamonds are forever. If you ever are in trouble and you want to win Darcy back. Diamonds are forever, shining brightly like a star. Thanks for using. Okay, can I get it together? I'm only 15 minutes in. Renee says, the microphone is my favorite. See, Cruz? Rodella's like, I can't. Vanessa? Love the microphone. Amanda, thank you for this super chat. She said the most beautiful angelic voice. Okay, you guys. I'm going to be like Darcy. <laughs> Renee. Renee said, Linda, you missed your calling. All right. I am not allowed to lose it. We're only 15 minutes in. I'm not. Renee, thank you so much for the super chat. I'm going to tell you a secret. My own mama, my mother, who I talk to every day, like a few times a day, she was like, can you sing? And I was like, I mean, I sing in the shower. And she's like, yeah, I don't, I, I'm thinking of memories of you. And I don't really recall you singing much because I used to play the piano. I used to play the violin. I used to play the cello. I'm like music wise, like instrument wise, I'm really good. But, like, I'm not Alicia Keys. So, I said, well, no, like, you know, I, I think I can sing. You know, like, I, I can sing. And so she didn't say break out into song. But basically, she wanted me to sing her some songs. 
and my mom can sing. Like she's got like one of those opera voices, right? Like a total singer. And uh, so I start singing to her and she was like, are you my daughter? <laughs> Vanessa, thank you for the super sticker. <laughs> okay, you guys. Okay, I, I have to leave the live chat alone because I will not get through this, this show. I'm just saying that this show was ridiculous. And I'm just saying. Diamonds are forever. So, <sighs> Florian and Georgie are talking and they're trying to make a plan. They're trying, Georgie's like apologetic. He still wants to be in the wedding. He still wants to have a twin wedding. And so he's like, so now what? Do we go and talk to Darcy about the wedding? And I'm like, are you not reading the room? Florian is basically like, you suck you didn't listen to us and now all the plans have totally changed because you didn't, you didn't stick to the plan. So no, you're not part of the wedding. I'm not talking to Darcy about it because Darcy doesn't want anything to do with you. And he's like, Georgie, next time you need to listen to me, I had a plan. You were down with the plan and then you went off on your own and you did all this random stuff and Darcy didn't like it. And now here we are. So Georgie's like, okay, okay, I get it. <clears throat> um, Amanda says, we are truly some silly gooses tonight. We are. You guys, listen, it's like a thunder shower storm. I'm under storm watch right now. So I'm home. And I don't know if you know anything about California, but like when it rains and there's storm watch, it's like ridiculous. You can't go anywhere. And I'm tired of it. I've lost power. I've lost water. We had a sewage issue. All this stuff for the last month. It's to it, it reminds me of COVID days when you're like stuck inside. So wherever you are in the world, appreciate it because sunny SoCal is not sunny and is not sunny SoCal at all. But in the meantime, I've been able to entertain ourselves and you know, I'm working on my music career. You might see that I start a Spotify stream. I really feel like if I I learn a few more of the settings here between my voice and the auto-tune, I mean, I will be right up there with Soldier Boy and you can't tell me shit after that. <laughs> okay, so in the meantime, um, this art gallery thing that's going on. Stacy and Florian and Darcy are supposed to meet up with their friend Leslie. Remember we met Leslie in like episode one or whatever. Well, she's having like an art extravaganza. And so um, Stacy's excited because it's supposed to be <laughs> um, who's who of the who's who in the art world. And, you know, she really wants, basically she really wants Florian to get a job. And so she's really trying to like, just be out there in Miami, make some connections and hobnob because, you know, her husband is a scrub, but she doesn't want to come out and say he's a scrub. Although she basically said that this episode, right? So let's go to this art show. Let's like 
mingle with the movers and the shakers and see if my husband can like be inspired by that. In the meantime, Darcy's supposed to be there as well, but Darcy's not there yet. Stacy's called her. Darcy's not picking up her calls. She's mad at, you know, I find that anytime Darcy is mad at Florian or anyone, really, she takes it on her sister, Stacy. And I've talked about that. Right. And I think Vanessa explained it to me, too, because Vanessa has twins in her family as well. Um, and, you know, there is, like Vanessa said, the A twin, which is like the dominant twin. And if you know anything about twins, um, that is a true statement. And, and Darcy's twin A. That being said, whatever's happening in her world, she's blaming it on Stacy, right? Especially if Stacy has any like peripheral understanding of what's going on in the situation. So that being said, Stacy's reached out to Darcy a few times. Darcy is ignoring her calls. So they don't know if Darcy's showing up at this art show or she's not showing up at this art show. She doesn't know, but she's there with her husband. And <clears throat> um, Leslie's like, oh, you know, where's Darcy? Oh, you look good. You look good. Oh, great. Where's Darcy? Oh, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, because that's how Darcy likes to roll, Darcy strolls in, she arrives, she greets and hugs Leslie, completely ignores uh, Stacy and Florian as if she's in high school. You know when you did that, when you were like so immature that you were just like, oh, I'm mad at you, so I'm not talking to you, I'm just going to ignore you. So she's ignoring the two of them. And I was like, I don't know. These two are just so, you know, when they're mad at each other, they make faces at each other and they like to each other and they, they say like super petty shit. Now you're ignoring each other and you see like, I'm one foot away from your face, but I'm acting like I don't see you. It's, it's weird. It's a bit weird. Drake. <laughs> right. With her back towards her sister. Vanessa says, firstborn and many times dominant. I see it in the babies already. Twin A is full Darcy. Facts. Darcy is twin A. Plus, I already talked about this. Like, Darcy really does feel like she brought... Because Darcy and Stacey have been trying to be reality superstars since, I don't know, I want to say the 90s. Um, They were supposed to have a show way back when. Can't remember the name of it. But it didn't pop. And then... Darcy's been on a lot of other shows. Like, did you guys know she was on Millionaire Matchmaker? So, like, there was this matchmaker. She had brown hair. Can't remember her name. But she was, like, the millionaire matchmaker. She was she was matching people with millionaires. Darcy was actually one of the contestants, if for lack of better words. Patty, thank you. Patty, the millionaire matchmaker. Uh, Darcy was on her show. Thank you, Joslo. And um, if you want to go back, that episode's still airing. I think it's on Hulu somewhere. And it didn't go well for Darcy. But she's been trying to do, you know, reality TV for many, many years. Finally, 90 Day Fiance popped for her. She did a bunch of those. And then they got their own spinoff. And here we are. And I have to say, like everyone else is saying, season four this season is probably... 100% their best season yet because I feel like they're more comfortable in front of the camera. Darcy's showing her personality and she's 
freaking hilarious, you guys. Florian steals the show all the time. Stacy's coming to her own. So, anyways, it's a good season. Anyways, they're in this art gallery and they meet this uh, lady named Natasha, who is like a graphic artist, whatever. And I'm I'm not 100% sure what I was looking at. I thought it was a lady laying on the ground in this photo, you guys. And then I thought it was like a black lion on top of her. But apparently it was an alien. And the alien was breastfeeding on her. And it was like a whole thing. And Darcy, because Darcy's hilarious, Darcy does this skit. She's like, I didn't really realize that aliens you know could breastfeed because like uh, their teeth that they're so sharp and then she does this weird thing with her lips she's like and she does this whole thing and i'm looking and i'm like is this this <laughs> darcy what's happening right now <laughs> like what's happening but it was hilarious blop, 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 blop. That's not me, that's Darcy. I'm just imitating what she was doing on the screen. So <clears throat> she does this little skit and then we flash over to Stacy and Stacy's like super pissed. She's like, Darcy, are you gonna be ignoring us all night? And Darcy's like, yeah, I'm upset. I feel like you guys were in cahoots with Georgie. I don't trust you, I don't believe you. And I don't understand why you're bringing me into this toxic environment again when i am healing i have done the work i have moved on i have hired this amazing matchmaker i'm in love i told you last week that maybe cicero would be my date to your wedding maybe he would give me an engagement ring maybe we'd be walking down the aisle right behind you how dare you bring georgie back into my life Florian's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't know it's going to turn out like that. Georgie went off on his own. Um, and, you know, I told him, I sat down and I met with him and I told him he could not be my best man anymore. Okay, calm down, Florian. Um, Darcy's not impressed. She's like, you know what? That's fine and everything, but I still really don't believe you. So I want you to call Florian. And, or excuse me, I want you to call Georgie. She wants Florian to call Georgie. And in my mind, again, I was like, are we in high school? Like, why, why should he call him for what? And you want to put him on speakerphone so that you guys can all hear, but then Georgie's not supposed to know that you're there in front of him. Like, it was all just like, what grade are we in? Like, stop that. Florian's like, well, what do you want me to say? And, and Darcy's like, well, tell him, you're not going to tell him anything else about my life, that he needs to go away, never to call me, don't text me, and he needs to know nothing about my life, and I've moved on, like, the whole thing. The whole thing. And Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu.
shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. And Florian really didn't want to do it, but guess what? He wants to make up because Florian, you guys, Florence, no dummy. He knows that Darcy and Stacy are his meal tickets. This whole thing, and we'll get into it shortly, but him, him already having his green card, having it for over a year now, and still not working is a thing. Because guess what? Guess what? He doesn't want to work. He's never wanted to work. His job, he thinks, is full-time. I'm just going to big up my wife. So he knows where his meal ticket is coming from. So guess what? I'm going to always side with Darcy and Stacy because that's where the money is coming. That's the roof over my head. That's the Miami trip. That's me saying I'm a model and I'm taking action. But really, you ain't doing shit. Because I'm fast-forwarding a little bit, but when they had the double date, you guys, who was the first to order? He had his first, he had his drink first. And then he's like, oh, just bring us whatever you think is good. Fool, you ain't got no money. You ain't got no money. But you're ordering whatever you want to order? Oh, my God. He's Stacy's hype man. That part, Vanessa. So he knows. what. What is it? Don't bite the hand that feeds you. He knows. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. The hand that feeds him is Stacy, his wife. And... Also, in extension, Darcy, his sister-in-law. Wonderless, no, he was not. He he didn't do shit in Albania. Not a damn thing. Okay, he has done some modeling, you guys, so he's not as new as they're portraying it to be. Um, But he ain't done shit. He ain't, listen... Listen, y'all, listen. He ain't done shit. And he doesn't want to do shit because he's a kept man. And he should just say that. Oh, thank you, Tessa. Linda is a queen. Thank you, Tessa. Thank you, girl. So he's like, what do you want me to say? So he calls up. Florian calls up Georgie. And puts him on speaker. And says... and says don't call Darcy anymore don't text Darcy anymore nothing no more she doesn't want to have anything to do with you she's done you're done and and Georgie's like Florian is Darcy right there and Darcy's like shh like you can't hear that And George is like, okay, I've gotten the answer to the question I had, so okay. Thanks for everything, Florian. Bye. They hang up. Now, that is absolutely not the end of it. Guaranteed that's not the end of it. I'm trying to tell you that this is just a setup for the twin wedding. Because 
Georgie's supposed to be leaving Miami today. He ain't leaving. He's not going anywhere. He also knows that Florian had him on speakerphone. He also knows that Darcy was in front of him. And he's not done yet. He's not done. And Darcy's not done with him. So this was like just like um, a prelude to what's about to happen next. And what's about to happen next is he's going to come chasing after Darcy. Darcy's going to feel vulnerable because Cicero didn't work out. She has low self-esteem, as we all know. And boom, Georgie's back. All right. So it's the next day. And Florian and Stacy are still looking for venues for their second wedding, bow renewal, whatever. They're in the ride share. And this was one of my favorite lines of the night. He's eating. I don't know what he's eating, but he's eating some snacks. Shoes off. He's kicking back in the back of the ride share. And Stacey's like, what is that smell? Yuck. What is that smell? And she's like, your feet smell. And Florian, deadpan to camera, says, Oh, God, Jesus, Lord, just relax. You need to relax, Stacy Stash. I don't know what it means, but it was hilarious to me. So they get to the venue. It's called Harbor House. It's like a beach house. Um, it's supposed to be really beautiful wedding for weddings. And they can either get married in the courtyard, which is in the back by the beach, or actually on the beach. There's an upstairs area where they can have dinner. Downstairs, there's like an area for dancing, like the discotheque. Stacy loves the venue. She loves the ocean view. She can see hosting a bunch of her friends and family there. And Florian... Doesn't like the location, but you remember Florian has not liked any of the locations. He took her to the public park, wanted to have the the wedding there, took her to the public pier, wanted to have the wedding there because he ain't got no job and he ain't got no money. So what does he think of this location? He says his words, you guys, it needs a little more love. (laughs) Wait, what? Florian, it needs what? Needs a little bit more love. Then he goes on to say he wishes the deck was higher or it didn't exist. It needs more views. The deck needs to be more high for the views. And everyone's just looking at him silent. We're like, wait, what? What are you even talking about? This place is gorgeous. But, you know, he has to come up with something because he ain't got no money. So then he asks, well, how much is this place? The wedding planner is like, it's 40K all-inclusive which is a really good deal, she says. And he's like, yeah, that's not working. I'm not paying for anything. It's too expensive. Stacy's like, what? You don't even work. I'm paying for everything, she says. If you really cared, she said, you'd be working right now. This is not your money, it's my money. And she's like, I'm going to make an executive decision here. And again, he's like, oh, God, Jesus. And she's like, you know what? You're not contributing. You have no money. So 
if you can't put more your money where your mouth is, then I'm going to go ahead and make the executive decision and book it. Now, here's where I had an issue with it, you guys, because I want to know what you guys think as well. Because once you're married, isn't what mine is yours and what yours is mine and ours is ours? So you marry this dude for better, for worse, sickness and in health, all the things, job, no job. So even though he's not working, I think it was a little rude of her to say, well, this is my money. Because isn't it really their money because they're married? Or is that not a thing anymore? Let me know in the comments below. Let me know in the live chat what you think. But I just thought that was a little bit of, you know, emasculating because they're supposed to be partners and everything. And you married him and he's never had a job since you've been married. And you guys have been together for like, what, six years? And he's never worked. So why are you now throwing it in his face? Um, unless she's being resentful now because he has his green card and he's not making an effort and all the things. Uh, okay, I get that. Like, hey, I'll support you until you can work. And then when you can work, you have to work. And he's not taking the initiative. I see that part of it as well. But I'm still curious. Like, if you guys are partners and you guys are in a marriage, then it's your wedding and your money, is it not? Think about it. Let me know. So <clears throat> they're booking the place according to Stacy. Meanwhile, Annika and Aspen are in town from Connecticut. Annika is picking out pieces for her dorm um, because she's going off to university soon. And they're in the car and Darcy's talking to them. And again, this this scene really solidified my thoughts about the relationship that they have with their mom because I talked about it last week Darcy's not their primary caregiver right her dad is they've lived with the dad which is their grandpa and he's instilled like he's taught them to drive he's brought them to school all the things meanwhile Darcy's trying to figure out her life Darcy and Stacy right like they're trying to do whatever trying to be on TV trying to be reality stars the house of 11 all the things whatever but they're not the primary caregivers and Darcy specifically for her two kids. And even Stacy has two sons that we've never seen because her ex-husband doesn't want the two sons to be anywhere near anything reality TV. Um, so that being said, I just think it's interesting that Aniko and Aspen are super close and they kind of like, they know exactly who their mom is, right? And they make jokes about her. They obviously still love her and, you know, that's their mom, whatever. But they also know exactly who Darcy is and they accept her for who she is. So um, they get to this store where they're looking at, like, trinkets. And Darcy, this season, I have to say, has really brought her hilarious personality down. If you if you pay attention, you'll see like bits and glimmers of it. So she's talking about how like, hey, you know, you're staying in a dorm. Like, what's that going to be like, Aniko? And Aniko's like, well, you know, there's like 1,600 people. There's six different dorms. We're all sharing bathrooms and all the stuff. And Darcy's like, oh, that's a lot of people. And we have to get you some sh shower shoes because, you know, that's probably going to be gross. So people are going to pee pee in the shower. And then Darcy takes a whole, whole minute, you guys, to explain how 
back in COVID days where toilet paper was limited, how she used to pee in the shower. Cause you know, there was no toilet paper. Died of laughter. Died of laughter. Cause for Darcy, who's like so highfalutin in her mind to actually say that, it's really funny to me. So Darcy starts talking about her university days and Anna goes, well, that was like 30 years ago. And Darcy's like, no, it wasn't. She's like, mom, it's 2022 and you're 48. So yeah, that was like 30 years ago. And Darcy's like shocked, right? Because I don't think Darcy accepts how old she is, like not ever. That's why she dates younger men. That's why it didn't work out with Cicero, all the things. That's not her type. Like in her mind, I think Darcy still thinks she's like 30. I really do. And so anytime she gets slapped into existence, like, oh, wait, you're a bit older. You're closer to 50 than you are to 30. It freaks her out, right? So for Annika to say, yeah, you that was 30 years ago when you were in university. It was really like a shock to her. And I died of laughter. So anyways, uh, Annika and Aspen ask about Cicero. <clears throat> and... Darcy feels like things are going okay, but she also shows a picture of him on social media with another woman and says, like, something's up with this. I don't feel comfortable with it. Something's going on. Like, my spidey senses are up. And she's like, and even though I know that we're not exclusive, one of the rules from Michelle, the matchmaker, is that once you find someone in this whole matchmaking process that you feel like you're compatible with, then you're supposed to only talk to them, right? So that's Michelle's rule. She feels like she's been following the rule. She's wondering if Cicero is following the rule um, because she sees them with this other woman on social media. And her daughter's just like, well, the pictures, we can't assume anything, although it doesn't make him look good. You know, we have to figure out, you have to ask him, right? And she's like, yeah, I get it. Because he has been vetted by Michelle, who's the matchmaker. So he should be following the rules too. So she's agreed to go on a double date with him, Florian, and Stacy, And so she's going to bring it up then. Now, in the meantime, Florian has put in a little bit of work allegedly so he's taken to heart the fact that he's had this big fight with stacy he's taken the heart that he ain't got no job he's never had a job and so he went online to do an open casting call for modeling now here's the thing you guys i just i'm trying to understand like i feel like okay he's like i'm gonna go do this because i want stacy to know that i'm making an effort and i'm taking action and i'm trying to get a job but Okay, you're trying to get a job as a model and you haven't, you don't really have any modeling experience. I, I, I mean, like, I just, is that realistic? Are you looking for other jobs? Like, could you be like a plumber or a carpenter or like, what are your other skills besides being a model? Because it's clear that you need work being a model. And gig work is gig work um so like what else are you trying like what other jobs are you applying for like that's that's the part that i'm just like 
okay, fine. Every time you go out to like look for a job, you're just looking for a modeling gig. Like what else are you trying to do? Because to me, you're solidifying the fact that you really don't want to work. Because even as a model, you're not even good at it. And you don't have to do, you don't even talk as a model. I just don't, uh, you guys don't get me started. So he's going on an open casting call. Um, because since the fight and the venue tour, he really wants to show that he's taking action. So he, he found this open casting call online. And he goes to it. And he gets all ready. And, and Stacy supports him spray some some i was gonna say some spices on him some cologne on him pushes him out the door and says hey good luck right he gets there he's a little bit late he realizes that all the other guys that are there have a lot more experience than him um and realizes like they're professional models like they know what they're doing because they get up there was tyler who came up first he was super buff you guys handsome kenny came up he was dancing florian felt super worried about the whole situation <laughs> tessa says cologne equals model spice that part you get me tess you get me so <clears throat> Florian's worried because he realizes, hey, listen, these guys are actually professional models. I have no experience. I don't even know what I'm doing. So after she's called a few people, the casting director, she calls Florian. So Florian comes up and she's like, hey, I'm going to give you a scenario and tell me what you do in the scenario. And so she's like, okay, you're at a pool party. It's hot, you're sweating, and then your favorite song comes on. And it's like, your favorite song comes on. What do you do? This is Florian. He just, look at Florian's face. He stands there like air is passing through his ears, passing through his nose. It was silence, cricket, silence. And when I say with so much silence, because as a viewer, you're like, what is all this dead air? Dead air. So let's just be quiet even for five seconds. Do you see how that's a lot of time? That was only five seconds. Florian's looking at her. She's looking at Florian. And Florian says, honestly, in general, I don't like to dance, to be honest. And I was like, I don't like to dance. Exactly. <laughs> I don't like to dance. So he just stands there and they have like the stare off car stare off. And it was so funny to me, you guys, because it was so uncomfortable. And so she's like, okay. So she has to direct him. So Florian has no experience. Even though the other guys knew exactly what to do, they went up there, they made made a few moves, they did a few poses. Florian just stands there. He needs direction. So she's like, take your shirt off, pose. And she's like, like that. Okay, turn like that. He needs a lot of direction. Um, and so she continues to say, okay, turn and pose like this pose like that and he's like getting into it for like 30 seconds he's like oh he has his arm out he's like like this like this <laughs> died of laughter 
But the casting director says that Florian has an international look to him, a high fashion look to him, but he needs a lot of work and he has no experience. But she's going to book him because she sees his potential for the future. So she dismisses some of the guys and like three of them stay behind. And she's like, you know, you booked it. Congratulations. Um, and he's like, thank you for believing in me. And she's like, listen, it's a low budget shoot. And he's like, how much is it going to pay me? Florian, stop it. You're not getting the 40K that you need for your wedding. She's like, it's going to be $150. It's a trial job. And he's like, oh, hell no. Jesus, Lord Christ, hell no. I need more money. This is bullshit. F this, F. Dropping the F-bombs, all the things. I'm like, Florian, that would be like $150 that you more than you've had because you have no money and you yet to have a job. So can we look at the big picture? It's a trial job. And she says, this project will determine if I sign you. And guess what? He says, you guys, Florian has the audacity to act like he's turning it down. He's like, well, I'll let you know. What? You're going to let her know if you're going to take the $150 job that may sign you that you will get the jobs that pay you $10,000, $5,000, make you an international model. You're going to turn down this $150 job despite the fact that you ain't got no job. And the last casting you went on, they said you had no talent and you would never get booked. The audacity... That makes me feel like you don't even want to work. She said, it's a half day shoot. What are you busy doing anyways? You don't have a job. You don't have a job. What would you be doing? I, I was shocked. Uh, Vanessa says, Stacy would act like he booked the cover of GQ if he takes any modeling job. That part, but good for her. Support your man. Support your man. I'm just saying. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. He doesn't have the luxury to turn down any job because he has no job. He has no money. So go ahead, take the $150 for the half day and friggin' sign with an agency. That's your foot in. And if you don't want to do that, that again, that shows me that you don't want to do shit. So We'll see what happens. My note says, wow, the audacity. So it's date day. What does that mean? It means that Darcy is supposed to be going on a double date with Cicero, Florian, and Stacy. So they get to the restaurant, you guys, and they're on time. The server comes over. She's like, oh, I see that you're waiting for one more. Yes, they're waiting for Cicero. 
Um, and Cicero's late, and Florian is getting pissed off. Florian's like, you know what? Him being late is disrespectful. And then he makes the funniest joke I laughed at. He's like, he's he so busy, he losing billions and billions. And again, I don't care where you lie in the whole political scheme of things, but it brought flashbacks of the Trump days for me when he would do his stupid speeches and be like, and it's a billions and billions of dollars, billions and billions. Oh God, see, even that just gave me the highs. Anyways, Florian kind of repeats that same type of thing. He's like, yeah, he's so busy. He losing billions and billions of dollars. He's not Bill, Gil Bill Gates, the guy. And he starts laughing and I started laughing too because those are facts. I said a couple episodes ago that he's in this yellow bright Lamborghini, which I was like convinced it was rented because you can rent that shit all day, every day in South Beach, but whatever. Um, and so now he's like, where is this guy? Hasn't called, hasn't texted. He's 45 minutes late. Florian has decided that he's not waiting. So he ordered some appetizers with his no job turned down this $150 mauling job just 10 minutes ago. Now he's starving. So he's ordered a bunch of appetizers and he's eating up a storm while they wait. And he's like letting that shit drill down his face. He's acting like he's never had a meal before all the things. And Cicero is still not there. So he hasn't texted. He's 45 minutes late. Everyone thinks it's rude. Florian says to Darcy, you should call him. And she's like, really? He's like, yeah. So she calls. It rings, rings, rings. No answer. She realizes she's being stood up. She can't believe that he didn't show up again, she says. And Stacy confirms that. And I was like, again? So apparently this is the second time he's done that with no explanation. Plus the time, remember, that she was already in the rideshare. And he called her like, hey, I can't show up. I can't be there. Something's going on with my kids. Dude doesn't like you. And I even told you guys back then, there, there would have not been a second chance. There would not have been a second chance. And whether she gave him a second and a third chance, I'm not here for it. If someone shows you who they are, believe them. If they're supposed to meet up with you and they're canceling and you're already on your way, that is a red flag. The red flag. The fact that when they went on that one date and he picked her up and left her at the joint to bend for her, none of it. I don't give a rat's ass what you say. First of all, I can be ghosted. I can find shitty dates on my own. What I don't need to do is pay a shitload of money to a matchmaker who says that she's vetted high quality people for you to bring me someone like Cicero. Sorry, not sorry. That was trash. Trash. So <clears throat> hasn't shown up, stands her up, second time, no explanation. And she really feels like the picture that she saw of him with another woman on social media was a hint that he found someone new. Darcy takes it back and calls him a few names, says, you know, she doesn't care because his breath smelled like hot toe jam 
and he was not giving big D energy. So it is what it is. But what she wants to do is talk to Michelle um, because Michelle, the matchmaker, had apparently vetted him and she's paid all this good money to the matchmaker. And clearly so there's a disconnect. And I'm not mad at Darcy. I would want a refund too. You matched me up with this person. I followed the rules. He didn't. He's now stood me up two, three times now with no explanation. I need my money back because clearly whatever it is you're doing is not working. And you're telling me that you are bringing high quality people in. I don't give a rat's ass if he drives a yellow Lambo that he rented. He's not high quality because he can't even um, stick to his obligations and the things that he's committed to. I was, listen, Michelle's in the wrong for this. If this is your business, Michelle, and you're a matchmaker, because we're going to get to all the things that she said and did to Darcy. But if you're a matchmaker, you didn't match the situation very well. And you did Darcy dirty here. You did her dirty. You should either say, hey, let me line you up with a few other dates and see how it goes. Or let me offer you a partial refund for whatever future services you were thinking that you were going to have. But what you're not about to do, which is what Michelle did, was take it to an unprofessional level. Because when she took it unprofessional, I was like, I lost respect for you. Because in the beginning, you guys know that I was like, oh, Darcy has met her match. Because Michelle is telling her things that Darcy needs to hear. Do you know what I mean? Like, there are some things that Darcy needs to hear. She needs to tweak it here and, and do some work there and fix it up there and wrap it all tight so that she presents the best Darcy that's out there. So I thought Michelle was doing that, but no, Michelle was like, as soon as she thought she was being fired, she went to petty Betty level and I just lost respect for her. So <clears throat> Darcy meets up with Michelle. They sit down to talk about Cicero and Darcy's like, you know, his behavior has been not acceptable. And I guess he's just not meant for me. But, you know, just so you know, Michelle, he did no shows for a few times here. And Michelle's like, yeah, I know there's no excuse for him to flake. Um, and then Darcy's also there with this picture of the other girl. And, you know, you have this rule that if you match with someone, you're compatible. It should be just the one on one. Um and Michelle had no answer. She's like, well, did you ask him about it? Because at the end of the day, Darcy, I can't control him. I was like, but these are your rules, Michelle. What do you mean you can't control him? Both are paying customers. They're both saying, hey, we're interested. You asked her and you asked him. And boom, they both said they were interested. So he should be held accountable. If anything, like I said, Darcy should get a partial refund. And he should get docked. Like, Whatever the fine is, an extra $100 for not passing the rules or not following the rules or whatever. But what you're not about to do is turn around and blame Darcy for your shitty match. But that's what she does. She blames Darcy and says, you know, and also too. So I can't control him, even though I told both of you guys that we had all these rules in place. But also he brought up a couple of things. The first thing she says is your social media outfits. He feels like 
you on social media egg other people on in a fantasy way where men are looking at you and luring at you and he didn't like it made him feel uncomfortable. And I was like, did you watch what we watched? Because they did play the clip where they're sitting at the bar, Cicero and Darcy, and Cicero says, hey, I looked at your Instagram and I like it. So we already know that Michelle did not like the way Darcy dressed and felt like when she was telling Darcy to dress a different way and Darcy didn't respect the fact that she wanted her to change the way she was, was hard on her. So is that Michelle's feedback or is that really Cicero's feedback? Because we saw what Cicero said in real time and Cicero said he liked it. So you cannot now turn around and say, well, I felt uncomfortable and it makes me uneasy and the way you dress is too much. Like, fuck you. First of all, she's a grown ass woman. She's almost 50 years old. She can wear whatever the fuck she wants. She's grown. Okay. And anyone, one of the things that I, I just, I'm not here for is anyone that tries to shame Darcy for try, for dressing. Like I saw something on my Instagram that someone said, Darcy dresses like H. And I was like, who are you to say that? She's a grown woman. A woman should be able to embrace her sexuality. She should be able to wear whatever the F she wants. If it makes her feel beautiful and powerful, then so be it. If it's not buttoned up, tightened up, conservative, quote unquote classy, what is? Explain to me what that looks like. Because I think it's different for everybody. And for you to be judgy, McJudgy, that's on you. That's your own insecurities. So that was the first thing, the social media outfits. The second thing, and so to that, Darcy said, well, you know what? I feel like I'm just expressing my goddessness. And Michelle says, well, it's inappropriate. And again, inappropriate to whom? To you, Michelle, because you don't like it. And maybe that's not how you dress. Maybe you're more conservative. But for another woman to tell another woman that it's not appropriate, to me, is inappropriate. You can't tell anyone how to look, dress, or act if it's not affecting you. F that. F that. There's no age limit, you guys. I don't give a rat's ass. I don't care what any of y'all say. There's not an age limit to how women have to dress. And if you didn't watch the Oscars because I was there all weekend, you're never past your prime. So don't let anyone ever tell you that, oh, you're dressing inappropriate. That's not age appropriate. I don't care if you're 29 or 59. If you feel beautiful, fucking rock that shit. And don't give a second glance at any other female that's talking shit about you because guess what? The only reason they're talking shit is because A, they can't pull it off. B, they're jealous. C, they can't pull it off. And D, they're jealous. So if you feel beautiful, then you're beautiful. Friggin' glow in that shit, y'all. Every single woman out there, whatever you feel beautiful in, be beautiful. Do that shit. And don't let any other woman put you down about that shit. If your boob is sagging a little bit, but you're comfortable with it, friggin' rock it out. Rock it out. If you don't want to wear a bra, rock it out. If you want to wear a mini skirt, rock it out. Whatever it is that you want to do, do that shit. And don't let anyone, and I mean don't let anyone, not your mama, your daddy, your best friend, your enemy, your closest enemy, your furthest enemy, 
your friggin' social media. Don't let anyone tell you anything different because at the end of the day, those people don't give a shit. And because they say something, it's because they can't do that shit and they wish they could be you. That's it. Okay. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. C. Cruz, thank you for the super sticker. $20 super sticker. I appreciate you so much. C. Cruz in the house. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, Vanessa says, thank you. C. Cruz says, facts, that part. So anyways, so that was the first thing, the social media outfits. The second thing that Michelle the Matchmaker brings up is that there's too much alcohol consumption, which was a red flag to him. Now, we all know Darcy can drink, okay? Darcy can drink. Darcy's a drinker. But she made a valid point. He was the one that was ordering all the drinks for her. On their second official date where he left her when she started crying, he brought her to a bar, a rooftop bar. He didn't offer her any food, but he offered her drinks. So then you can't then be mad that she's drinking. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Now, can Darcy curb some of her drinking? Probably. But again, I'm not the alcohol police. If she gets shit done and she she's rocking it out, she runs a business, she's the mom, she's all the things, who am I to say, oh, your alcohol consumption, you know, on the first day, you should only have one drink or you should only have two drinks because the man doesn't like what it looks like. It's too much for them. And I would say, fuck that dude. That's not your dude. Okay. If he's judging you, if he's plowing you with drinks, expecting you to say, no, 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 I'm a woman. I'm not going to drink that much. I'm just going to have this one glass of wine. Fuck that dude. Okay. Too old to play games. You're both grown. Darcy knows what she can and what she can't handle. Darcy knows if she has a problem, if she doesn't have a problem, what she doesn't need is some random Cicero dude who can't even make it to his own obligations, then turn around and tell him, tell someone else that it was too much alcohol. Cause guess what, fool? You had that same alcohol. And guess what? Darcy took a ride share and you jumped into your car. So should we talk about that? Okay. Darcy feels super disrespected by Michelle. She feels Michelle's blaming her, which I felt as well. Again, I was team Michelle in the beginning because I thought she was giving valid points. I thought she was super shady here. And and I feel like she was gaslighting Darcy. I feel like she was siding with the man in the situation. And I was not okay with it. And I want to know what you guys think. I did a poll on my social media on Instagram whether you were Team Darcy or Team Matchmaker. Team Matchmaker is out in front, which is surprising to me. But in the comments, Team Darcy's by far killing it. So let me know, you guys, on YouTube, if you're watching again the replay, are you Team Darcy in the situation? Are you are you Team Matchmaker? The live chat, let me know as well, Team Darcy or Team, team Matchmaker. I'm going to tally it all up and let you guys know. Um, but in the meantime, Darcy's like, you know what? Maybe I'm not ready for a match, this whole matchmaking thing. And Michelle's like, oh, so are you telling me that you're ready to terminate our matchmaking relationship? And Darcy's like, yeah, I think it's not really working out. 
you know, the journey has been disappointing. So maybe it would be better if I just continue to date on my own and not fucking shell out all this money for some bullshit that you say you're vetting out these dudes. These dudes don't even show up for their dates. So yeah, you're fired. Fired. Michelle didn't take it very well. She goes on to trash Darcy and say that Darcy um, has a pattern of behavior and she's still single and I can see why. And she's failed at all her relationships and the common denominator is Darcy. And then turns to Darcy and say, you know, I have a lot of close friends that are therapists. I can recommend some therapists to you. And Darcy's like, what? She's I've been doing all the work. Everything you said to do, I've done. I've done the work. And then Michelle's like, well, there's more work to be done. And Darcy's like, I don't have to take this from you. And she gets up and walks away. Because, again, Michelle, you're a matchmaker. You're not a therapist. You're a matchmaker. You're not a doctor. You're a matchmaker, Michelle. So for you to be so inappropriate and so unprofessional was unbecoming of you. Darcy walks up and walks away. And what does this chick yell as Darcy's walking away? Ciao. And I'll have to tell you, I found that super petty. I found that like, this is what happens. You're trying to embrace and, and support women. And then certain women are really super petty for whatever reason, whether she was threatened by Darcy, whether she was jealous of Darcy, whatever the case may be, but everything that she was holding in and trying to act like she was professional and wrap it up in a nice bow, it came out as soon as she felt threatened. And that's the shit that I can't stand. Can't stand it. I think it's disgusting. And any woman who does it, shame on you. C. Cruz says, Team Darcy. Vanessa's like, Team Darcy after all that. Uh, Lori says, at first I was Team Matchmaker, but then for the processing, definitely Team Darcy. Wonderless is Team Darcy. Yeah. Lori, I was like you. I was Team Matchmaker until she showed her true colors. And that's the part that makes me sad, you guys. Again, I'll say, the part that makes me sad is the fact that you think that this woman is supporting you is rah, rah, I'm going to support you. I'm hooking you up with this guy and I vetted him and he's a good guy. Quote, they're high quality individuals. Then boom, not only are you trying to change who you saw who Darcy was, you know that Darcy is a reality TV star. You've seen her style. You've seen the fact that she does all the filters, all the makeup, all the, the, um, Plastic surgery, all the things. You knew exactly who you, you were meeting and exactly what you were getting into. But the first thing you want to do is change her. You want to you want her pictures to be different. You want her to dress different. You want her to talk different. You want her to eat different. You want her to drink differently. And I just, I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with that because guess what? If you're a true matchmaker, if you're great at your job, there should be someone out there for everyone and they should be able to meet that person where they are. And if I have to turn to Cicero, who you say is high quality, the high quality dude that rented the Lambo, who not only flaked on the first date, flaked on the second date, didn't show up on the third date, 
but there's no repercussions for him, but you're coming at Darcy as hard as you're coming. That just shows me that you're a woman hater and you're one of those women that are not really supporting women. You're just hating on women because you're jealous of them. And that to me is unfortunate. That being said, uh, Stevie, hey Stevie, team Darcy. Uh, Vanessa said it wasn't for Michelle to judge her, do your damn job, that part. That all being said, one of the things that I found interesting because, you know, I was like, let me, let me go check out the Cicero dude. Let me check out what the F he's talking about. And I think I might've deleted it and I didn't add it to my drive. Yeah, I did, but it is on my social media. So let me just find it real quick. So you guys, you're going to forget. I hope I can show this properly. So Prior to the episode airing yesterday, Cicero's on Instagram. Actually, I'm not going to do all that. He's on Instagram. His page was public. He has 740,000 followers. So close to a million followers. His um, page says Cicero Pinto. And he's the he says the best time to invest in real estate is always last year. Anyways, he has a ton of shitload of followers and he was promoting the show on his page. He was showing clips of the show on his page, but then when it aired yesterday and people were like, Oh, you're an ass. Guess what he did. He made his page private. He could not take the fandom y'all. He could not take the fandom because y'all are serious. You guys were sticking up for Stacy. You didn't like the fact that this grown ass man stood Stacy up. Oh, excuse me. I'm saying Stacy, Darcy. You guys came for Darcy. You stood up for Darcy. You didn't like the fact that he stood up Darcy multiple times. So you went and took to his social media. You went in his comments and you said all the things that you said. He was not ready, even though he has 700 and. 40,000 followers, he was not ready for the 90-day fandom. And when I say 90-day fandom, that's all the spinoffs, Darcy and Stacey, the family Chantel, anything that's under the umbrella of Sharp Entertainment, TLC, you guys know what I'm talking about. He was not ready and y'all came for him. Y'all came for him hard and he couldn't take the heat. So he made his page private. <sighs> all right, you guys, that's everything. Thank you so much for being here. All of you in the live chat, I totally appreciate you guys. I'm catching up. I'm catching up. I'm catching up. I know I still have news and gossip from last week to do. I know I still have milks to do. I still even have after the 90 days to catch up, but I'm determined this week. It's raining here. I can't do much. So I'm on it. Like, subscribe, and I'll see you guys all tomorrow. Bye for now. Happy Tuesday. Thank you, Wonderless, for all the support and everyone that gave a super chat, super sticker. I appreciate you guys supporting the show. The Renees, the Amandas, the Vanessas, C. Cruises, the Wonderless. Y'all are fam. Love you. See y'all tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>